Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, Alan Hahn, Inframax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. Along with this being the start of NBA free agency and also the, the end of the Brooklyn Nets as we knew them, you know what else July 1st is, Key? Uh, the start of the 4th of July weekend. Well, that's true. Once, uh, once we hit 10 o'clock, it is for us. But I'm talking uh, about this is uh, Bobby Bonilla Day. Did you know that? Bobby Bo- who? Bonilla. Is what it Bonilla or Bonilla? Bo- Bobby Bonilla. Is it Bonilla or Bonilla? <laughs> what did I say? It sounded like you said Bonilla. Bonilla? Bobby Bonilla. Is it Bonilla? That's what I'm, yeah, I mean. I thought it was, for some reason, I, I thought it was Bonilla, but whatever. He's I've rich. Done this a lot today, apparently. Yeah, no, well, but it's it's just the annual day where he gets from the Mets one point, but basically one point two million dollars for a North buyout. Of a million bucks. Yes, for a buyout that happened before Pat Costello was born. I think it's about right. Twenty four he has, years ago. I mean, it's thirteen. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, he still has thirteen years left. And fifteen million. <laughs> so what? I guess what <laughs> every was the, year on this day he gets a little over a million bucks. Like yeah, but what was that, the original nice, number? What was day. the original number that they owed him though? It was that's like research that it I was not peanuts done. though. Like it was not nah, it, it, peanuts. Well, it was in retrospect to sports, it was peanuts, right? If you own a team, and back then they, I think they owed him only like four million dollars, and rather than give him the money. They parlayed it into this interest-bearing account. You're right. And- you're, you're, actually, you're correct. So in 2000, they bought him out. There was 5.9 million left on his contract. Yeah. So that's so nothing. instead of giving him 5.9 million, basically instead of giving him six million, they agreed to make annual payments of about 1.2 million for 25 years, starting July 1st, 2011, and it was negotiated eight percent interest. They How were is that, that more that, financially like responsible than just paying him the six million dollars? <laughs> that's what I, that's what me and you, Pat. That's what I'm saying. Like if I own a team, and I, maybe they was cash strapped, I don't know. But if I own a team, it feels like I can walk into a bank and tell a bank, "Hey, I need to borrow six million dollars because I got to pay this guy." This look, was. Look, I'll take six million now or twenty five million for the rest of my life. Are you kidding? So so this was apparently. Uh, at the time, now you remember the Wilpons that that owned the team, so they had in this, this investment with Bernie Madoff. Do you know that name? Yeah, it's an infamous name, obviously. And they were invested in this account that they, they thought they were going to get just just infinite returns, and they thought, let's do this instead. Now clearly, things did not work out with Bernie Madoff. So yeah. They turned Bobby. But you talk about. But a, even if he, even if no he, greater he, investment in the has ever been made in that one. Let even if he, even if he, even if Bernie Madoff bone dried them and just completely took them out, mm-hmm. it feels like to me I own the team. I can go borrow against my team, and I don't have this huge 
interest payment that I got to give to Bobby Bonilla for 25 well, years. Steve Cohen, the new owner of the Mets, inherited this thing and because the, like, the Mets were embarrassed by it after a while, right? Of course. But he inherited this, and so instead of you know, being embarrassed of it, he's kind of he kind of wanted to celebrate it. Like every like every July first now would be Bobby Bonilla Day. How about have him at the stadium? Like whatever. But it's not the only guy that the Mets are paying. Do you know Brett Saberhagen? Keith? Yeah, I know Sabes. Yeah. Well, he also he got two hundred fifty grand today. And now it's not one point two mil, but I mean it's two hundred fifty grand for doing nothing. The last How game his he pitched, deal. He, he pitched for the Mets in ninety five. How long is his deal? I, d- I don't know what the details of his is, but here's one thing to keep in mind, that Dennis Gilbert is the agent for Bonilla who negotiated mm-hmm. that deal. Mm-hmm. He also did the same for Sabes. So Dennis Gilbert did a pretty good job because I imagine he gets a piece of this, right? Well, He's got to as an agent. Probably, yeah, he probably get a piece or already got his pieces out of it. Now, one or the now, other. now this is more. Darren, I'm stealing all this stuff from Darren Ravel, so I should give the source. Max Scherzer, also pretty happy today. Uh, he pitched just under six years with the Nationals with a deferred salary. So today he gets his first of seven $15 million payments from them. Fif- and the Fifteen? Me- $15? Five? Yeah, yeah. The Mets are paying Scherzer $43 million on average over, the, over these three seasons. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So, That's so the Mets said. are today, giving him 43 Yes, it's a pitch for but them. But he picks up another 15? 15. 15 uh, today, the first of seven $15 million payments from the Nationals. So he's making 50-something million to pitch? <laughs> yeah. And he's not pitching right now, actually. I'm in the wrong business. Man, teach your kids how to pitch. It's By the crazy, way, Bobby Bonilla also making half a million dollars from the Orioles. That's uh, right. Yeah, so he's got two of those long-term deferred deals. From 2004 to, I think, next year, Bonilla got half a million bucks from the Orioles as well see, as all the see, Mets key, money. Every time you think you're living well, there's always somebody else doing it a little bit better. Oh, no Bobby question Bonilla about is it. that guy. That's, that's wild, though. And, and I know athletes. I know a lot of athletes that deferred their money in, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in basketball. They defer a lot of the times. You know, it, it's an annuity to them. But mm-hmm. the situation with Bobby is obviously interesting because, like Pat said, I got $6 million that I can do give you right now. But I guess if I don't own the team anymore, I'm not on the hook for it, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I cashed out in the, in the book and left everything on the book, so the next owner is reliable for it. But that was a bad deal. Whoever put that deal together and signed off on that was a bad deal. Oh, terrible. Good man. deal for one, him, bad deal for the club. Absolutely. And one of the, every, every July 1st, it comes up every for time. For the next 13 years. <laughs> so he's going to get about another $16 million. So he had to wait till 2011. This was done in 2000. So he had to wait 11 years for it. But, man, is it worth it. Man, you got to, like, like I, I would do everything I can to live to 100. Like, let's go. Like, I want to see every penny of this thing and then enjoy it as much as I can as well. All right, Keyshawn J. Will Max, Alan Hahn, in for Max, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So while the Mets are still paying Bobby Bonilla, the Nets might not be play, might not be paying Kevin Durant much longer, even though he's under contract for four years. And then we'll see what happens with Kyrie Irving as well, who just picked up an option for one more year, but he could be on the move as well. Not a big surprise that this thing has completely crumbled to the ground, but now around the NBA, it's like, all right, well, where is one of the best players in the league going? 
and that would be Kevin Durant. So we ask you that question. Caleb in Houston has one option. Caleb? Uh, yes. Uh, big fan of the show. Listen to it every day. I think Kevin Durant should go to the Milwaukee Bucks. I think they should try to package Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and swap them out for KD Kyrie, make another super team. But I think for the Nets, that's a pretty good value they're getting back. They could have Ben Simmons, uh, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. I think that's one of the better options for them in terms of what they could get back. I did it in the ESPN trade simulator. It works. It works. So I want to see it happen, baby. How about that one? And you get you get you get Giannis and KD on the same team, Key. You, you, yeah, you that's into that cheating, one? though. That's cheating. <laughs> you can't do that. How you gonna no? put Kyrie, KD, and Giannis on the? That's cheating. That that's would all, be, that's 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 like be real interesting to watch. That's like having Kyrie you put LeBron at center. That's like having Kyrie, LeBron, and KD in LA. That's oh. cheating. Well, then that what you want? How about well, another team? Let, let's LA, go with this. So team. clearly, yeah, I all right, clearly, let's go with this one. We got Terry on from Peoria. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's happening? How y'all doing? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah I we got, got you. you. Man. Let's go. You're on the air. Okay, I was uh, thinking about the uh, KD going to uh, the Grizzlies, and maybe they give up Ja, uh, not Ja Morant, uh, Jaron Jackson, Cal <laughs> Anderson, and Tyus Jones. Or Kyle Anderson just Kennedy. signed somewhere else. Oh, Kyle he Anderson, did. Yeah, he's oh. not there anymore. Yeah, you'd have to. It would have to be like, uh, uh, what's his name? The uh, damn it, the other kid who was hurt. Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. You'd have to put him in there and Jaron Jackson in there just to make it interesting. But you so, yeah, so you're saying like basically that, Ja and KD, and so you put you'd put KD in, in Memphis, which is sort of that same kind of Oklahoma City feel. Yeah, right? I don't a like smaller that. market, like but that. a fan base that's rabbit eye. You don't like that one, okay? No, that one's I don't like out. That. All right, let's see. We got another. So let's. How about how about this one? We got Stephen in Nebraska. Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? Go up? big red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know. All right, but my speculation was uh, KD to the Portland Trailblazers because yesterday they broke hey, up with, uh, Stephen what, what, A on ESPN was at a basketball. Well, well, think about in it, Stephen. Portland. Think about it, Stephen. Who was the one before all this came out? Put up the um, the edit of KD in a Trailblazers uniform next to Dame Lillard. That would be Dame Lillard and Yusef Nurkic, who's the center on that team. He also then took that and he posted it as well. This is a week before anybody knew anything. Key, I wonder if Dame knows something. I'm sure, Dame. I'm sure. Look, man, you, you usually. Like that fit? You usually talk to your boys when you get ready to get traded or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. do have a conversation. When I was getting ready to get traded from the Jets, nobody knew except me, my agent, and my boy who played for the Bucks. I let him know. I said, man, I think I'm going to try to come down there with y'all. Just don't say nothing to nobody. You got a realtor. And you just <laughs> had, you know, had that conversation. So I can see where Dame and him are communicating to a degree. And Dame has won his trust not to say nothing. If that is a destination, why wouldn't Dame recruit him? Why not? Uh, we got a lot of people that want to give us their opinions on this. We'll continue your calls, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We want to remind you to tune into the National League Battle Sunday. The Phillies host the cards. Coverage of Sunday Night Baseball begins 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and 7 p.m. on ESPN. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Don in Dallas. Don. Jay, 
took off because, you know, he kept saying, oh, it's quiet. It's nothing wrong because it's quiet. It's because it's quiet. So he took off, so he didn't want anybody to hear that. Oh, a tough day to take off. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Alan Hahn in for Max. And, you know, it, it has been, for the better part of this show, a voice missing from this show, Key. On a day like this, there's someone that we have to hear from. And so we thought, even on his day off, Jay Will's got to work. And we bring him in right now. Jay Max Will. was too busy, so we got Jay instead. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Boogie, Jay Boogie, what's happening, man? Man, you know. Hey, hey, just, hey, man. You got some. With you, you got. Hey, Jay, just dealing, you got some. Just dealing with, no, 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 no. I've been hearing you talk man. for three and a half hours. Kid. No, man, Jay, I just want to ask you. I just want to <laughs> no, ask no, you, no, dog. No, 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 Can no, no, I ask no, you a no, question, no, no. doggy uh, dog? This is, what ha- this is what happens, Han. Ready? So yesterday, I wake up from this deep ass nap, right? I'm mm-hmm. deep in it, REM sleep. I'm like, I got a missed call from Keyshawn John. Let me go pick up. So I call him back. I'm like, Key, what's going on? And then as I look at my phone, I just see the alert. And I'm like, oh, God. And then Key connects me to Alan Yates on a three-way call. And Key's like, what I tell you? What I, th- that's, that's where I am. I woke up to chaos yesterday. No, it so wasn't go ahead, chaos. Key. I just it was, was going to ask you. I was just going to ask you, did you have any more crackers that go with my cheese I was eating? <laughs> you know, it's just, that's all. You know, because me and Alan Hyde, we were eating the cheese, baby. Eating the cheese. All the cheese. We wanted the cheese. And you know what else, too? It was warm yesterday for Jay Key because there was a lot of fire because there was smoke. I told you where there's smoke, there's fire, Jay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But, like, in, in, in all of our years – of doing TV and playing sports, I would have never guessed that Kevin Durant would have had Kyrie's back to that degree Mm. after everything that's happened. That's the most shocking and alarming thing that I witnessed yesterday trying to process all this go down. And I know that, you know, one of the main reasons KD, if not the reason that KD came to Brooklyn was because of Kyrie Irving key. I recognize that. But the one thing I thought for sure, even if Kyrie did want to be somewhere else, he still had to be in Brooklyn for a year with this deal. Even if they didn't want to move him, I thought that KD was the anchor that was going to be there because everybody talked about KD building something out on his own, which is not easy. It's challenging. Now, hitching that to Kyrie makes it challenging. I hear that. But I never expected KD to ask for a trade, ever. I, that was the last thing that I would have ever expected. And I, I hate that for him, frankly, because even though, look, I, he has to do what he needs to do for him, but this going to follow him the rest of his career. Yeah, if you if you remember, uh, Jay, I don't know when it was, two weeks ago, whatever it was, and, and Max uh, said, though, we talked about Kyrie, you know, uh, not opting in and, and looking to take the mid-level exception, blah, 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 blah. One of the things that he said was, what if KD decides that he wants out? And one of the things that you said, though, is like, it, no, it's not that couldn't happen. There's no way. I feel the same way you do. It's going to follow him for the rest of his career. That's why I was so adamant that he should just stay in stay. Brooklyn. But yep. it's probably too late now. Stay in Brooklyn, Ben Simmons and him, and use whatever picks they get for Kyrie to go find some help to have him do what he's capable of doing, which is leading his own team to a championship rather than go chase a championship with somebody else because you are not going to be 
the guy driving the bus. You're going to be the guy in the front seat, but you won't be driving. But Key, this is what I'm starting to really recognize. And look, I, I, I am the first one to admit when I was wrong. I'm coming on our show today eating crow about it on my day off because I was wrong. But Key, like when we think about some of the greatest athletes that you and I have ever met, they're the ones sticking their own flag in their land saying, this is my damn land. And when I think about KD as a talent, he fits in that maybe one of the greatest talents that the game of basketball has ever seen. But he's missing that one trait of sticking that flag in the land saying, this is my damn land. And now what we're going to end up saying is, regardless of whatever he gets traded to, that other team, they're not giving up their best asset. Like, I'm not giving up a Devin Booker. To, I'm not giving up a Jimmy Butler to come in there. Like, maybe a Jimmy Butler because of some issues that Miami had. But, like, it, that's the thing. Like, but, you can't, but you can't, Jay, give up your star. The, the whole point is if I got a star, I'm not giving him up for another star. Yeah, because I actually want to have a chance to win a championship. So that's my thing. Wherever KD goes, he's going to somebody else's team. And, like, that, that, that was the thing that he got – criticized to a degree, and I know he's a basketball savant and doesn't care and it's about winning, and I get that competitive side. But, like, that was the biggest thing with Golden State. So now we're repeating the same thing again with him going to somebody and, else's team? And that's it's going to chase him, Jay. It's, gonna, it's gonna crazy, Han, Alan. That was one of the things me and Han was talking about earlier, right, Jay? Because Han brought up the Boston Celtics. I said, wait a minute, hold on. He went from OKC to Golden State. Didn't like the way things were being portrayed about him. So then he goes to Brooklyn. So now he's going to be traded. Why would he go to Boston after Boston just eliminated him in a sweep? Oh, and it was the worst series he's had in his career. Now you get ready to go join Tatum. That's the same thing you did at Golden State. Why would you just, go, just, go, just go back to Golden State then? Yeah, that's Just go back I to Golden that. State. Run it back. Hey, like, don't. I, can't, I can't have him go to L.A. And I, I, I've heard you this you morning. Mean? Well, because mm. if – like here's my thing, man. If you're if you're going from Stephen Curry to trying to do it on your own with Kyrie Irving, and now you're saying I'm going to go partner up with LeBron James, I, this is just I, I don't need the game of basketball. Everybody's trying to be on each other's team all the damn time, man. I well, just, that's already happening. So what, why, why wouldn't you want him in L.A., Jay? Don't you? Because it's you like your two about? arch rivals. Your two arch rivals. Like you go, you lose against Steph. And that 73-win season, like, you lose against that after their season. You go join them. And now you're telling me at this stage of your career you're going to go join LeBron and AD? You got to join You got to join somebody. So you might as well join the Lakers. I, I just I, – I, when it's all said and done, the amount of people for somebody that's very sensitive to how people deem him in this world of basketball. So stay your ass in Brooklyn then. That's what I said. That's, that's, that's why I'm frustrated about the situation for this man. For him, like it's like then that's going to be another argument that people are going to tack on. That well, you had to go join Steph to do it, and then you had to go join that's LeBron. Exactly right? Yeah, TJ, that's exactly right, Jay. That, the, and, and that and that so, of course is the biggest issue here. Is what what I don't think he's taking into account, or maybe he says he doesn't care. But that's the part that does take into account because now you're at that point where you can't defend him anymore. Those who want to defend him as such a great player and such a compelling player to watch. Now the first thing brought up about him for the rest of his career is he is a guy that always dipped, always dipped, and was never happy in the best situation, which was 
Golden State. That's uh, That was perfect for him. Stay there, just be happy, winning, being a great culture. And no, didn't want that. So then came to do his own thing, and now the minute things don't go right, he's dipping again. And he asked this question, Jay, and I need this answered somehow, some way. Did he not talk to the Nets? Did he not give them an indication, hey, if you don't give Kyrie this, then I'm out? Did he just stay radio silent? Or did they know that we're doing this, but we know he's going to leave as a result of it? I, I, I don't know, Han. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me either way, though, right? Seeing the way and understanding his history about how he's dealt with controversy before and when he gets in challenging times, if he shuts down or if he voices his opinion, I, I do not know the answer to that question. What I, what I will say is this, though, understanding a lot of how this thing originated, right? And I've heard agents say this. I have not said this. I've heard agents, respectable agents say, well, when Sean Marks made a deal, when he made a deal with Kyrie, he knew what time it was. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew what he was getting into. And, you know, Key, a lot of times on this show, you and I take the, the uh, position from the player's position, and I get that. Uh, I, I got to say this, though, from a Sean Marks and Joe Sy. Good for them. Like, enough is enough. And I, I, I get it. It's maybe the biggest catastrophe we've seen in sports about what this team could have been. But it gets to a certain point where enough is enough. And everybody is using this word, how do you accommodate KD? And you know, I'm not worried about accommodating Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I'm worried about accommodating my franchise. So if we want to send KD to OKC, where we get a lot of – I'm not saying that's where I was sending them, but a lot of draft capital on young players – or wherever that is, I'm doing whatever in the best interest of what direction I want to move my franchise. I'm not worried about making KD or Kyrie happy. They weren't worried about making us, making it work for us. Hmm. Why am I trying to make it work for them? Well, see, yeah, here's what I would say about that, Jay. Bad on Josiah, bad on Sean Marks. Because you knew, like you said, agents said and people said and everybody knows. You signed up for this three years ago, man. You knew – that it would be some some turbulence along the way because it's it is what it is. It's Kyrie Irving. That's what's gonna happen. But not to the detriment of your team. Okay? You understand or you should understand the validity of the situation that you was put in over the last year or the last season based on where we were at in our country in the pandemic. So you already know that. You already know that what that is. You already know the relationship between Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's how you was able to get both of them together at the same time. You signed up for this three years ago. Your job is to put a winning product on the court to satisfy the ticket in the fan base. You've now decided that you're going to alienate one of the top three players in the NBA that gives you the chance to be in an NBA final. You were a toe away from possibly getting there. Now you say, well, since... One guy wants money and a max deal and wants all the protection and all the different stuff, and you're not willing to give him that. you rather lose both of those dudes rather than try and win a championship, which was the original goal three years ago? I I don't understand that thought process. See, I, me personally, I'm paying Kyrie, and I'm keeping Kevin Durant, and that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. Why would I three years ago sign up for it? And now, all of a sudden, three years later, I don't want to win a championship? Key, I, yeah, I that, know we got to go to break, Alan. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, No, we don't go to break anymore. You're not on the show. We go. <laughs> it's a lot, this is a, a new, new regime in Brooklyn. New regime. new regime here on the show. <laughs> Pat Costello's running it. No more Evan. 
well in there. So we do what we want to do. I hear you, but it's like one of those things that, you know, KD and Kyrie were making their decisions and also let you know, Key, whose damn team it was. I mean, Mm -hmm. Kyrie was the one making those decisions, right? And uh, if if there was that issue about, hey, if you're Josiah and you, you made that bet, Key, you're right, you made that bet, but you were ultimately betting that Kevin Durant would be able to look Kyrie in the eye and tell him what time he thought it was for what he wanted to build. But it's apparent that those two are aligned, or maybe they're not. But uh, it just it that didn't work. You bet on the wrong two horses. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> again, how fast that this all came crumbling down. Literally three years to the day that it was put together. Jay, thanks for coming on and oh, Jay ain't sticking around. You, oh, I'll stick show? around if y'all. I'll stick around. You need oh. me to stick around. Pat, you need me to stick around, around? Key. Yeah, right, I'm going to ask you about landing spots. So, yeah, don't you have anything Yeah, else oh, that's to, true. We do go, have a lot to Go sweep around. those hardwood floors until we come <laughs> Shut back. Shut up. I'm right here. <laughs> when we come back, though, we do have to figure out how we got here with KD and Kyrie. Some inside information. We'll get those answers next. KJM, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, Alan Hahn in for Max. J. Will hanging with us as well. Yes, sir. Joined us in the previous segment, staying with us. And we bring in Nick Friedel, who joins us right now, who has been covering the Brooklyn, what would you call it? I mean, I don't want to say dumpster fire. That's so cliche. The Brooklyn madness. It is madness. There's no doubt about it. He's been all over it. Uh, And he joins us right now. Nick, how are you doing? So, So I just need to... Figure out how this all started, like how it got here. And I guess the question is, when Josiah and Sean Marks decided enough's enough, we're not giving Kyrie a guaranteed max extension like you're seeing all this money being handed out. We're, we're not doing it because of all the issues we've had with him. Did they know that it could lead to Kevin Durant saying, well, if you're not paying him, I'm out? Alan, they knew and they were okay with the idea that they might lose 
KD and the stars they'd acquired because Joe Sy and Sean Marks were not going through a year just like we we saw in the last year in Brooklyn. It was miserable. I've been doing this job a long time now. I have never seen a team top to bottom so unhappy at the end of the season. And when you look back on hmm. all the different things that the Nets had to go through, guys, to me, go back to the middle of January. James Harden is in that locker room in Chicago saying, we're this good. And they had just beaten the Bulls, who at the time were at the tops of the East, and the Nets were looking around going, well, we're going to win this thing. We've got it now. And Harden says, I'm going to give Kyrie that shot myself. And then a few days later, Kevin gets hurt, and Harden goes on that road trip with Kyrie, and he realizes that Kyrie is not taking that vaccination shot. Nothing is going to change his mind. Less than a month later, Harden's moved because he says, I don't want to be here anymore. And that decision that Kyrie made and the inability of the organization to be able to count on him every night, it hovered over everything. And ultimately, guys, the drama that enveloped that entire team all year, it broke them down and it broke them to the point where Kevin is now asking to get out. You know, you know what, Nick, you said something that caught my eye there, Jay and, and, and Alan. Shame on the ownership group. And here's why I say this is, you know, the situation you say, well, they're not going to go through what they just went through. Duh. Remember, Kyrie's vaccination status changed when the mandate was put in in Brooklyn and no one knew so or in New York and no one knew. So it changed. Then eventually it changed again. He got to play in the process of it changing back and forward. The relationship soured with James Harden. James Harden is no longer there anymore. We don't have a vaccination issue anymore in the state of New York to the point where he can't play at certain places only in Toronto. And that may get fixed later on down the line. So if I'm an owner and I'm knowing all this and I'm looking at this as a smart guy, how could I not forecast the future and give up on two guys that I coveted three years ago to bring me a championship when all of a sudden it was rocky in one year? Because I, I, key, I feel, that's I feel why like, it's hard. I, it feels like to me, Nick, and you, Please jump in with your own opinion, but based off you know what Key you just said, it it feels like Josiah and Sean Marks and and now you and I have talked about this. Their hands were like handcuffed, right? And one of the reasons Key that Kai came back is guess who wanted him back? Who Kevin Durant told him that he wanted him back, and he acquiesced. So like, and, and I, but they had tried to set the tone before. So I I think it's a lot about how they viewed that relationship. And how they thought that Kevin Durant was the one making a lot of those decisions. But I think once they got deep into it, Nick, to your point about why James Harden left, I think when people start started to see the way that relationship truly worked, they're like, all right, like we're 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 cutting our losses here. Like we can't do it anymore. We're tired of it. And Jay, to your point, that's why Mark's in that end of the season press conference a few weeks back said, We need to get our culture back. Yeah. <laughs> our culture's really bad. But key to what you're saying. That is why there is so little empathy across the NBA right now for the predicament that the Nets have found themselves in. Because mm-hmm. when you give the power, as Brooklyn did, at a level that we, we really haven't seen at, at, in the NBA in a long time, to your superstars, and you say to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, hey, you guys are running the show. We will shield you from all the bad stuff that we can. And then you add James Harden and you say, hey, we're all in. We're going to go win the title. 
And again, it's not just this past year with the vaccination shot. It's that the last couple seasons, whether it was injuries, whether it was personal reasons, they could not count on Kyrie Irving to be out there night to night. And ultimately, guys, if we're looking for blame and who deserves this and that, everybody deserves blame in this situation. But top to bottom in that Brooklyn organization, they all feel like so much of it is at the feet of Kyrie. Because if he were out there and he were playing, Harden would still be there. There would have been a much better rhythm throughout the season for the group. And the albatross that was the vaccination question and whether he'd be out there not night to night, that wouldn't have hung over everything like it did. Fantastic but, but, perspective but, but, here no, from Nick Friedle, who joins us right now. Go ahead, Keith. No, you're right about that, Nick. But I'm, but even with that, and I don't mean to, to belabor the point of hover over it, that's not in that's not in play anymore. So if it's not in play anymore, why are you not willing to give him what it would take for him to be happy and stay and Kevin Durant to be happy when you coveted these people to do one thing for you, which is to win a championship? And like you said, it's just not this year. There's been times where injuries played a part. The 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 insurrection of what we were going through in our country played a part at times with Kyrie. But you know these things. We're not having those issues as of right now. So can't you forecast in the future over the next 24 months or so that that may not be the case and I was so close to getting a championship that I'm going to ride it out as an owner that I spent all this money, I blew up my team once before? Because you're not going to find Kyrie, Nick, and Kevin Durant walking down the street waiting on the number three train or whatever it is in New York. (laughs) Key, the difference now is Kyrie has lost all the trust. They don't trust him to be out there. And at the core of all the different issues that the organization finds itself in, that to me is the biggest. So people are asking, well, why not just give Kyrie a few more years? Because you keep Kevin, and by keeping Kevin, Mm -hmm. you keep your chance at a title. I'm just telling you that ownership and Joe Sy and that group was saying, we're not doing this anymore. They would rather fall backwards knowing that they can count on a group of guys who will be out there rather than ride the roller coaster that is Kyrie in this experience because he has a track record. We're talking about forecasting what may happen. The track record in recent history shows us, guys, that he will find ways not to be on the floor. And Brooklyn didn't trust that they could turn it around. It it is really something amazing when you think about it. The easy part was getting these guys. The hard part now is going to be moving them because Mm -hmm. you've got to get something in return. It's not going to be easy. Nick, great stuff. Very good perspective. Good to talk to you. All the best. Thanks for having me, guys. Again, he's been full coverage there on the Brooklyn stuff. Let me get them seats from you on the discount, man. I'll get into that later during the closing. <laughs> yes, I woke up wanting to throw things yesterday after my nap. Plenty more to get to, certainly on that. 888-ESPN-888-729-3776 for your calls. But yeah, we do have to talk with Jay about now the best destinations and what the Nets should do here and what they could do. I'm telling you, I would not sell cheap on these guys. There's no timeline. There's no limit. You can wait as long as you need to to get the best deal. We'll discuss all that and more with you next. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max Allenhan in for Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, and Sirius XM, Channel 80. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn J. Will and Max Allen Hot in for Max. <laughs> so the contracts that are being handed out so far, they Jay and Key. They're not hands out. They were earned. They were really? earned, yeah. It's just, you know, it, well, it's no, Jokic the, uh, was earned. Jokic could, his total value now is 6303 <laughs> But see, Keith, 270 is million is the You're most get, it, anyone's ever it's, gotten. It's the price of the market. That's where the market's at. There currently. you go. You, whenever you mention his name, largest deal in NBA history in the, for the two-time MVP. That one, yeah, okay. John Morant, absolutely. Right, he could get as much as 231 in this deal if he gets a second All NBA. So five years for him with the Grizzlies, that's a given, 100. percent Devin Booker, I'll even say, you know what? Yes. Give him the super max. 224, total value now six years, 295. Jay, listen to these numbers. How about Bradley Beal? We haven't even talked about Beal. Staying with the Wizards. Five years, $250 million. He opted out to sign for this. He's already been in Washington for 10 years. He'll be there for another five. Well, you see. But he is committed to Washington. You talk about the purgatory story. But how about this one, though, guys? Carl Anthony Towns. Four years, two twenty-four, a total value just like Booker's. Six years, two ninety-five. I know he averaged twenty-four and nine. I know he was a fifty, forty, eighty guy. He was an All NBA guy, but made, made, a, made a run one? to the playoffs this year. Yeah, no, they were had a good they, season. But is that like out of these contracts? Is there one that you'll say at the end of it, like with like right now with Westbrook, it's the contract no one wants, and he's opting in because he's taking that money. Yeah, huh? But you got to look at you know where these teams are. So if you're looking at Minnesota, are they a free agent destination? And for a no. lot of times, when you, yeah, exactly. So when you draft guys, and look, I, I, I like Carl Anthony Towns. Do I think that Carl Anthony Towns is worth the supermax for this team for Minnesota? You already yes. Answered. I'm not saying I like it, but for them in that market, yes. Jay, like, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, well, that's, okay, I don't want to say nothing negative about a dude that just got 240. But, uh, from Jersey. He's from Jersey. I, I he's from my him. school. That's my guy. I'm happy for him. He got his money. I'm just saying, though, if you're in one of these cities and you don't attract big time free agents, you're looking at this. You got to keep your own, huh? 
It's one million percent, Key. That's what you gotta do. Let me ask you something real quick, though, Jay. On Brunson, how come they? How come the Mavs just didn't overpay him on Brunson? They didn't. Uh, they actually offered. They how about didn't. this? They offered. They offered him I said, why didn't they though? Six. Why didn't they? Why didn't they just I, overpay him? I, I, I mean, I guess if you're if you're looking at you know who else is on the market coming up, if you're the Mavs, you're saying, hey, look, we have to find a better second option to help us get over the hump. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know if Rick Brunson, he got $110 million. I don't know if he's worth that, but good for him. Sorry, Al. We're back. No, that's good. We're back in 10 seconds. <laughs> I can just see it now, Key. Monsters of Rock Baby. coming to L.A. Megadeth. Guns yeah. and Roses. Scissors. And Scissors. scissors. <laughs> no, this is Skid Row. God, good, good, good job. Good job, Jay. Jay. Dude, where are we going later, man? Why are Wait, you yelling why? right in my ear? And why? Like because that, that's what they the do when they no, drunk. They, they yell in you your know, ear. You know what I'm saying, hey. Key? Like when you're when you're out the club, like yo, get away from me! You're spitting all <laughs> over my ear, man. I can hear you. Don't touch my damn shoulders again. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hunt in for Max. It's been a fun week, guys. We've had a couple of polls that we have to pay off here. Um. James is in his uh, speedo, so we have these polls to pay off. The one is Zion Williamson. Is he a superstar? Do you think the percentages are high on yes or no? Both Probably no. I would. I say yes. Percentages higher on no. I say even yes. though I think it's a yes. I okay. think it's a yes because the people that's on Twitter it's, don't know what they're looking at. It's eighty-three percent to seventeen percent, and the eighty-three percent say no, not yeah. a superstar. We're about sure. to find out if the Pelicans. Okay, agree I apologize to the Twitter listeners. Hey, hey, bet you, Alan, if, if they own mm-hmm. the Pelicans, they would pay him like a superstar, though. Yeah, we're about they to would find pay him that, that out. Supermax. That's right. You talk about a lot of money for a guy that hasn't played a lot, but you believe in what he can be instead of what he's been. Uh, the other poll that we had: Do you believe that Keyshawn still gets carded? Oh hell it's, no! It's eighty-nine to eleven. No. <laughs> See, that's we are, hate. We are. That's just hate. <laughs> that's all. They, 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 look, the people aren't listeners. They love me, but they hate me at the same time. That's it's all. Not, it's not hate when it's wildly accurate. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just, it's just honesty. It's like, Where are no. they carding you at? Well, when I go somewhere and I order a drink, <laughs> yeah, well, when I go you know, somewhere, at this, you know, at this place, you know, I don't want to say any names it because the, I don't want to get him in trouble. But uh. the retirement home bar to make sure you're old enough. Wow, jeez, could be too. Was that, that too far? That, was too harsh. Sorry. Here, here's a guy that's never piece. seen Welcome he, Back Carter in his life. <laughs> guy doesn't even know what Welcome Back Carter is talking on the mic. It's Welcome Back mm-hmm. Carter. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's Coach, got you there. It's Coach Carter. <laughs> yeah, it's a great comeback, back, Carter. Uh, it's yeah, like one yeah. big mashup show that we want to do. <laughs> Jay, um, we didn't get this with you. I, I, I'm curious if you feel like this because Key disagrees with me. If what I'm Sean Marks, it? yeah, I know, right? If I'm Sean Marks, I'm not trading Kevin Durant to where he wants to go and taking back, you know, just some stuff. Like I, I need to get. I need to get some value back and not like, you know, oh, well, this guy's a good role player. And, you know, like DeAndre Ayton, the Suns don't even want to pay DeAndre Ayton. Now you want to get, you want to dump him off on me? You're doing me a favor by giving me a guy that you don't value enough to pay? So why should I send him to a place he wants to go when he doesn't have a no trade? And I want to get the best deal possible. 
Shouldn't they hold out for that instead of just giving him what he wants and sending him now to Phoenix? I mean, I, I, I would wait until free agency is over. Yep. See where everything lies. See who didn't get what they wanted to get or yep. who's a piece away. Or, you know, maybe even look at a lower team and be like, all right, like, you know, you have – look, the Houston Rockets own all the draft picks for the Brooklyn Nets until 2027, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, my thing is DeAndre Ayton, Mikel Bridges, and maybe a draft pick, it sounds okay, but I, I feel like I know that's going to be there. But, Jay, so let me you, – you know it better than I do. What's there? There's nothing there in free agency. People aren't leaving that are big fishes. I mean, you got P.J. Tucker that's a, a, a role player. I mean, look, you – you who else? I mean, there's nobody – like, there's no blockbuster free agent moves being made. Everybody's signing their own players to big deals. No, Key, I, I got that. But I guess if, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you know, do you want to try to contend right now? Or, you, or, or if you're going into a rebuild mode with a, with a legit core in the cast? So – I, I, you don't have to rush this decision. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is one of the biggest trades in the history of basketball for a guy at the apex of his career. Yes, with the numbers that KD has put up. So I'm not just rushing to the table to say, all right, I'll take these assets. Like I need a low back in return. Like I need a major low back in return, Key. I can't think of a player. I, I, I said to Key earlier, Jay. I, I go back to when Kareem wanted out of Milwaukee, <laughs> and they Why traded are you laughing, him. Key? Because LA. I was gonna say something, but but how I jumped in, I was called I was gonna say, is it Apex or Apex? <laughs> Didn't I say Apex? <laughs> He's picking on his diction now. No, like come on, I, man. I, Jay does this to me when, whenever I botch <laughs> something. He does it to me, so I just had to get him. You what, said what Apex, are we but it's on all him? good. <laughs> man, stop! Like like I need to I need to hear the sound if I said Apex. I don't think I said Apex. <laughs> yes, I swear you said Apex. So I just you know, Pat Casella. Did I say Apex or Apex? Well, you said Welcome Back Carter. So who are you to talk? <laughs> yeah, Key. <laughs> well, that school was based in Brooklyn. It's was called it Welcome Back Carter. <laughs> Why do you say it like that now? I don't. Like you got some kind of from, accent. Yeah, are you from Boston now? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Go ahead, Han. I derailed this. I where I was going. What were we talking about? I'm completely, of, of... I'm completely confused. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you Jay, got any good plans over the weekend? Mm-hmm. Going to go get carded. It's definitely going to get carded. Oh. Oh, he's going in the family truckster. Is that happening? Oh, that's the Trojan fight song, man. Yeah, well, that Big is Ken, that Jay. too. Here we come. Big, big, yeah, Big yes, Ten. to the Big Ten. What, what, what happened yesterday? What, I mean, what the hell did I wake up to? Maybe the earth is flat. USC. That's what I started thinking about. Conquest, baby. That's our fight song. The number yeah. one fight song in all of college. Kid, it's going to be cold out there when Jay. y'all go to those five, six games. In the- Man, Ooh, it's gonna be cold. You won't Jay. see me. Jay, he said that USC is going to the Big Ten. UCLA is following them to the Big Ten. That's how I wasn't the only person to say it. The USC is Kyrie. I'll follow things for $100 million a piece, too. I mean, come on. Thanks a a lot for joining your show, Jay. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.